This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Welcome, bonus feed listeners, to a lovely little episode that we've been compiling over the last couple of months, weeks, since we started recording again this this year. We were sort of talking about how we get to interview and chat to all of these wonderfully entertaining people, specifically about RuPaul's Drag Race, and we never really get to go any deeper than that. So we decided that we were going to pluck at random from Teen Vogue 71 questions to ask your best friend. Uh, uh, any question on that list and just pose it to our guests. So we've assembled a crack team today of, of four little segments, four nuggets of wisdoms coming from those little post-interview chats with some of our um, some of our fave guests. Yeah, absolutely. And some of them are actually bits of the episode that weren't really on topic, but that were just fun to chat about. So in there we have a debate that we had with Connor B and about what type of mm-hmm. pancake we like. We spoke to Danny Beard and asked him if you were to live in any time, what time would you like to live in? Louise McSherry and James have a really interesting conversation about the co-opted use of the rainbow symbol by the NHS. And we ask William Lee Adams, if money was no option, what would he buy? So yeah, just a fun little episode. Again, we're trying to keep the content for you and as a thank you for supporting us. Hopefully you'll enjoy these little nuggets and we'll have some more nuggets for you coming mm-hmm. soon. Love a nugget. Before we start, I have an issue that I need to bring to the Sissy That Pods community. Oh, I love a complaints <laughs> corner. Get in. It's quite hard to talk about. Sorry, I'm really emotional, Rue. Sorry. Do it for Bryce. Do it for Bryce. <laughs> oh, God. No, but I am. I, I did want to bring this up because it made me laugh the other day. Obviously, this week we have Pancake Tuesday. And I am, first of all, very lazy, so I don't cook pancakes. But I really like the thick, chunky american style pancakes so i just bought a packet of those and spur i was like that's me sorted so i did a little poll on instagram i said which do we prefer are we american style are we thin crap like i was like i plump for american but go off so thin crap like won by like 65 percent and i noticed that sissy that pod voted <laughs> in that category now i don't know which one of you runs the insta but i was like all right Oh, All right. well, James runs the Insta. I happen to just, you so know, because I would, I would be poll. honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I well, would always because see, I mm. saw in your stories, I saw the, the, I saw the, the, you had put a story in about saying about how you were surprised that it had gone that way, and I was like, mm. I don't recall seeing that because I one hundred percent agree on fluffy American style pancakes see? being the the better form of pancakes especially because you can <laughs> you can include like you can put like blueberries or chocolate chips in them and then they bake yes it. you don't have to uh... see I love a savory pancake as well like pancake Tuesday for me is, is both main course and dessert so I kick off the pancakes oh. have some nice salami and cheese maybe a bit of onion salami yeah, and then I'll come back and I'll have my banana, strawberry, maple syrup, oh. bit of sugar. Here's someone mm. who holidays in France, I can tell you. <laughs> I'm now sowing, I'm sowing the seeds of division on This is now like a, a season-long story arc where in the last episode, you're both like, we cannot work together if this is what we don't, we don't agree on this. So you, you, you started your own reality TV show podcast and now you're going around to like take the competition down one pancake at a time. Taking down one by one. Yes, because actually that's funny you say that because obviously you guys are the same boat as me that we're in the TV and film category and Apple Podcasts yeah. with our respective shows. And there's 
when the crown was really popping there was multiple crown podcasts and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking kill whoever's download then it was there's one about the sopranos that's always at the top of the charts i'm like it's been 20 years move on like every week i'm cursing some tv show community i'm not a part of where i'm like listen listen who fucking like i'm just every week i'm like so actually you're not far off my my process in the the podcasting industry i'm taking these bitches down Danny Beard, if you had to live in another time period, what time would you choose? Okay, I think... And why, I guess. Yeah, and why? I suppose I'm... Oh, I've got two. I'm so bad at answering questions. I'd live in... I'd rather live in the future just to see what's going to happen. So let's say That's like 20... Oh, no. Yeah. Let's say... How old would I be in 20... Okay, in another 50 years. Yeah, I don't know how old I'm going to live. I'm going to live forever. In like, I'd like to live in another 50 years. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Well, I imagine, see... I imagine if you're moving forward in time, you don't age. So you're going to be your age, but in 20... Perfect. Well, of course, because if I was going back, okay, perfect. Yeah. I'd like to live in another 100 years then. I've just added another 50 to yeah. Because I'd like <laughs> yeah. to see... I'd like to see where, as queer people, we get. Like, for me, trans yeah. people are going through what... Gay people went through in the nineties. I want to. I want to hopefully see a world, see a future where, you know, queers are just the same as everyone else. So that's really yeah. cheesy, but it is oh. the truth. I'd like to. to I love that. To see I want because I. I would love as well to see how this time period is remembered, like to go f- and actually like look back and see like how is this period of time. Because already you're starting to see that we're going to be remembered for like ruining the planet with like all these yeah. holidays we went ruining on. Ruining the planet, plastic, <laughs> lip filler, Donald Trump, <laughs> the rise of the right wing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's funny. It's like because if you were like the '80s, you'd be go like, you'd be like, oh well, you know, people weren't really open to gay people in the '80s. Maybe if you're in twenty. Oh, like 21 21 and you go back to this time you'd be like oh and no one cared about the environment back then you wouldn't want to go back there yeah. <laughs> oh, so the, the air must have been so clogged with pollution <laughs> oh my god no wonder they had People to wear face masks coal. yeah <laughs> <laughs> they had petrol cars <laughs> so yeah i think you're right boys Louise, you almost got like a four page long Instagram message from me when you were talking about the body positivity stuff about oh, a week really? or two ago. I would yeah, it was that. about the like it was about the the like appropriation of um, idols and icons by people who don't really understand the importance of them. Yeah, because I'm I'm working for LGBT Ireland and I'm so furious and frustrated about how the rainbow is being like co-opted as like a generic symbol of like we'll get through it it's fine and like i was walking so the the day you were doing those instagram stories i happened to be down in the tesco near my my house and there's a deals there and they had these big like big posters up in the window with these like rainbow hearts in them and it was like we're proud to be part of this community and we're going to get through this together and it was like you know battling COVID and I was like oh my god not only are you taking our fucking rainbow you're now taking our like word as well and I was just like this is this 
Because it, it just, it, it completely undermines the value of the phrase and the safety it gives to the person who thinks that the, sa- the space is... Anyway, you almost no. got the message. I was like, you know what? She does not need that negativity. <laughs> no, I, to- I totally get it. Because especially the rainbow, because that is such an important symbol. You know, it still is a symbol of safety for people. Um, and I know I, I saw a lot of discussion about it when the NHS decided to co-opt it for all of their yeah. COVID shit. And, I, you know, honestly, I was shocked by that like I you know it just seemed so obviously wrong to me like yeah yeah I can totally understand why you'd be frustrated it's not like someone's going to like see a rainbow in the window of deals and go in to like the cashier in deals and be like oh I've got like to reveal my true identity to you can you please help me through this yeah like it's not like that that, it's that someone is then going to stop trusting that that rainbow means what they think it means so they're going to be in a hotel they're in a a hospital waiting room or they're like at a pharmacy or going to see a mental health professional and they see the like little symbol and they're like oh I think that means that this person is is gay friendly but it also could just mean that they want us to all get through covid safely so i'm not yeah. going to say or yeah. access to help me it's like it's such a frustrating um thing at the moment no i totally get it uh, i totally get it yeah um so why do you hate frontline workers so much <laughs> everything is not black and white friends yeah it's so yeah. frustrating yeah. and i get it because it's not the same at all but like you know for fat people going to the doctor, going into new situations, going to a new therapist, like all those situations can be really fraught with nerves and stress until you know what their position is. Um, Because like I have friends, you know, I've had horrific experiences with doctors and so many people have had terrible experiences with doctors. I had someone tell me the other day that they went to a dentist and had their dental problems ignored because the dentist said they needed to lose weight. Like it's insane. Um, And I often, I have said to people in in my DMs who've had this conversation with me, doctors, counsellors, whatever, you know, I'm like, you need to, you need to put that elephant out of the room. If you are someone who is absolutely open and fat friendly and all the rest, like you need to, from the get go, be like, I just want you to know this is a safe space. These are my beliefs on this. So I I get the need for a, a communication of safety because... You know, otherwise it's really yeah. problematic, and obviously not to the same oh. extent, and it's not the same at all. But I, I no, do understand completely. Though I've, I've had like, like, cause as, as a, like, as a, as a both a fat and a gay person, I have been like to, I've been, for, I've been to like counselors in the past, and I've been to the doctor's past where they will just look at the either the weight or they'll look at the sexuality and be like, oh, that's where your problem stems from, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh, you know, it actually isn't. Uh, can yeah. we try? And they just they're so, and I think it's an easy like it's an easy fix for them it's like okay yeah no but if you if you lose some weight you'll feel better or if you you know kind of like obviously the reason that you're feeling depressed or whatever it is is because you're you you have some trauma about being gay in your past and it's like no can we like and then it it sort of means you feel like you don't want to start taking you're just like what's the point and then you feel like that's going to be the every time you walk into a room that's the conversation you're gonna have to have and it just gets so tiresome after a while yeah i totally i i know it's awful it really is William, if money was no object, what would you buy? Wow. <laughs> I know. Deep. The thing is, is money able to buy you a new set of pecs and abs from her butt and stronger legs? If so, give me that. It could buy you a hot personal <laughs> yeah. trainer. See, I can't be doing all that work, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's it, like the hot part is fun for about two sessions. And then you're like... I'm sick of you yeah. making me run laps, you yeah. know, with a weight it's on like, my back. 
<laughs> you you were attractive, and now I just see you as pure evil. So. <laughs> Give me a piece of cake. <laughs> so we're. I mean, it could pay. Like, remember that that show, The Swan, An awful show. But... Oh my god, I loved that. I was like nine years old when this was on. And what was funny is after the plastic surgery, all of the contestants had the same face, and they all looked like drag queens. So how could you judge them in the Swan pageant? It was the same damn girl repeated 12 times. (laughs) Same doctor, you know? He has a certain style. (laughs) He just has one face. It's like when a hairdresser just has like one style they do. (laughs) Or one look in the case of insert your favorite drag queen. (laughs) It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, shouldn't the more important thing be to find that inner love? Oh, absolutely. But I think they all got divorces (laughs) because they all became really (laughs) nasty people. I was reading an article about this recently. <laughs> I re- the, so the the host of the Swan was an Irish TV presenter Amanda Byram is mm. that what her name was and mm. I remember she did like a she she was speaking about being involved in it when she came back here because she went off to America to have her big break and did that for years and then came back here and was talking about like how upsetting it was being part of that show and how kind of like demotivating demoralizing it was because it did all become about you know you know, I'm going to be happy now that I've got perfect tits. Uh, and then I think back then they were using the unsafe kind as well. It's like everything about this show. It's yeah. just abhorrent. Yeah. Says us who are still talking about it. Decades yeah. <laughs> You're going to host the male version. But I was like, the oh, stallion. <laughs> But like you can get you can get pec implants, I think. That, what that that Ken doll? I know she's come oh, out yeah. as trans Diego now. Alves, yeah, formerly, she, mm. formerly. She's she's Je- Jessica now, is she? That's no, right. Like, that's right. Yeah. Um, when she was the Ken doll, she had those like you know pec implants. I think like if you get lipo or implants, like they look nice, like right where you get the procedure, but then everything else changes. It's kind of like when you get a mm. tattoo, it's all pert initially, but then as you get bigger, you know, the smiley face suddenly looks like a. <laughs> like a frown or something because you're stretching um, windswept yeah <laughs> so I do worry maybe I will just get the trainer Ooh. yeah <laughs> when was that money arriving is it, <laughs> do you need my P.O. box <laughs> this show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.